Pants. Hi, pals and gals. So, let's sports. Um, sports. Start here. Women's basketball. They're really good. They're going to Connecticut. But then they just got hammered by Connecticut. But they got hammered by less this time. And that's okay. Improvements. Improvements. God bless them. We're, I'm going up. I fly out Saturday. I'm fired up. I'm bringing a microphone. We're going to try and get some cool podcast guests from the conference, across the conference. We're going to try and get some people from women's basketball. So we're going to have some fun up there in Mohegan Sun at what is, like, really a fantastic event. And I know, like, not everybody's in a women's basketball. I get it. <clears throat> That's your fault. Right. It is your fault. You, I mean, you really should go because they're a lot of fun. It's the 21st century. Get your head out of your ass. Right. Um, For some reason, men's still drawing more than them. That's not true. That's what we no announced. Yeah. But there is no... <laughs> I've, fucking way. I've been to both, and unless they're counting all the drunk people seeing double. So here's the here's the worst attendance. I mean, we give everybody shit about attendance, right? Ooh. UCF, when USF went to the UCF game, okay? Crowd was about, from what I heard, about 50, 50, maybe 60, 40 nights to Bulls, okay? Not bad. So we, drew, we travel a lot of people over there. About 500 people total in the gym, though. We're counting the players. Mm-hmm. Announced... 3,500. <laughs> I yeah. mean, come I, on, yeah. man. I, I saw a picture from that game. There was, there was not. You're counting. 3,500 work, 3, workers, maybe. <laughs> there might have been 3,500 people on campus, okay? Or are we All talking right, about yeah. the national champions fudging numbers here? I'm stunned. Stunned. But Weird. That, uh, so, so, as much, so speaking of fudged attendance numbers, the, the women outdraw the men. It's not close. No. Yeah. The women have made more on now, not counting donation revenue, but the women have made more on ticket revenue. This year than the men oh, for sure. Just the just the UConn game alone because yeah. it was thirty five. And then Ohio the State, you just throw in Ohio State thirty five a pop and thirty five. Right, that's all it takes. Easy. So also better team, like much way better. better. <laughs> yeah, like so much better that Kit Loxa it was named one of the five finalists for the Ann Myers Drysdale Award, which goes to the top shooting guard in the nation. A lot of names. Wow, there. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I believe she coached at Seton Hall against us at one point. That Ann Myers Drysdale. Yeah. We love them. They're great. They're wonderful. Uh, senior day looked really sad. I couldn't go. Oh man, it was it was, it was People were like, "Oh, oh, my oh God. it's so dusty in here." So, oh. so during warmups, there's a song that comes on, and Maria, Anna, Anna, and like Kit and Laura Ferrer will all like they'll do a little dance routine. Mm-hmm. And when they did, it was like, "Oh man, that's the last time they're gonna do it to that." Oh. I was like, "Ah." Oh. Ugh, it sucked. It sucked so hard. And Maria just lost it when Jose took her out with like two minutes left, just balled her eyes out and dropped some F bombs. Uh, <laughs> after, after the game, she went on the PA announce table and started talking. And then at the very end, she goes, This is fucking awesome. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, Lia goes, goes on after and it's like, Sorry about Maria's potty mouth. <laughs> So, <laughs> they're such great kids. They really they're are. They're such great kids, and like you know, I mean, we have great student athletes across a lot of different sports, but that team for the longest time has really put that's, something. That's in. a special team. It really is. So they're a lot of fun. They're at uh, ninety nine career wins. The two seniors, Maria and Laya, mm-hmm. ninety nine career wins in their four years. That's the most, um, right? Most, most all yeah. time. Uh, so. so if seeds hold, we don't have to play. We get a buy first round. If we we are the two seed, UCF is the three seed. Both teams if that we will play will have played the night before because they got to play in just to mm. get that far. So assuming the seeds hold and that we win and that UCF wins, uh, I have ordered a shirt that I will wear mm. at the conference tournament that says "Zone is for cowards." 
Bomani Jones shirt, and I just ordered one, and I hope it gets here in time so that I can actually get it on the plane and go with me, because zone is for cowards. It really and is. And that UCF 3-2 bullshit just drives me insane, and I don't know why they're doing it, and I don't think it's you can win long-term at a good level of basketball doing it, but whatever. And they run it like, it's like, they're like Syracuse. They That's all they run, and except Syracuse is 2-3, they run 3-2, but it's the same thing, so anyway. Moving on. I think that's it for women's basketball. Yeah. Softball? Yeah. It's bad. Can't pitch. That's kind of important. Yeah. Big deal in that sport. In the sport that should be renamed pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Georgina Cork uh, did have one hitter, but I believe they lost that game as well. Not great about it. So, yeah. I mean, poor Ken. Yeah, Ken, he'll, he'll figure it out. He'll, they always figure it out. It's Kenny. He figures it out. It'll be fine. I mean, he, they had a, arguably a terrible team last year and still got the 30 wins. Um, they should probably get there this year as well. I think they haven't had a losing season in like four or five years. So it was just like a rogue, just terrible year after uh, that 2012 magical season. But the real reason why we're all here, mm-hmm. long snapper Zach Dietz is no longer with the team. No! I quit. <laughs> I know. Turning my tickets in. I'm so glad I didn't buy my tickets yet. Thank God. Um, How am I going to tell this to my mother? I don't know. <laughs> I honest to God don't know. I don't know. I, I've been broken up about it all damn day. Um, you know, he's probably a really nice guy. We're just making fun of him. But uh, <laughs> You need a snapper. You need one. You need but one. We needed a scholarship. <laughs> he wasn't on scholarship. No, not no. scholarship. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he didn't come around until fall practice. Okay. So it's not like we need one. They had walk-on tryouts, I believe, on the 21st, and they, they're they getting their final spring roster put together. I got a broken um, wrist. I can't snap. Sorry, guys. So That's what's um, Yep. Okay. He wasn't bad last year. Like, can we, I mean, Can we get one of those hippies that's always out on uh, the field playing Frisbee to uh, just do it up between his legs? <laughs> just do it backwards? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just tell him he gets I mean, free pizza and he'll do it. Free hacky sack. All hacky sack you can play, man. Yeah, it's like a big hacky sack. Just throw it between your legs. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Just go to the Marshall Center giant sign. Who can long snap? <laughs> free hugs. <laughs> Charlie Strong. That guy's going to be on campus. Charlie Strong out there with, like, the say anything, like, boombox over <laughs> He is John Cusack. That's the world's largest boombox because Charlie Strong is immortal. <laughs> <laughs> so, next up, Mike Alotti. Yeah. Starting center for the first two games. Uh-huh. And then relegated to yeah, please happened? move to your right, sir. <laughs> what like now? one yeah. step to your right. Um, he decided to graduate and will not return to the team. Oh, congratulations. fingers. So that's a scholarship open. <laughs> that's a scholarship open, but congratulations to him for graduating. Yes. It's the most important we talk about all the sports stuff here. G- get the degree. APR scores stay high. Stay keep yeah. them up, keep them up. But congratulations to him on graduating. If you don't want to play anymore, you know, it hurts. Football hurts. Sometimes you don't think you got a shot in the NFL, and I would certainly say that would be the case with Mr. Galati. Yeah. Hey, start your start your life, man. Start your career. Yeah. Or take a year off and like, go travel the world, dude. Have fun. Do something. Yeah, um, don't worry about student loan debt. Hashtag do he something. He doesn't have any. He was on a scholarship. <laughs> he was on scholarship. No. So that's, well, a, that's, well, screw you, buddy. That's a <laughs> Who cares? Thank you for service. Um, <laughs> Joey Knight from the Tempe Times had a story out today regarding the interior defensive line and who's going to replace Bruce Hector and Deidre Sanat. And he mentioned that Duke transfer Brandon Boyce, is, uh, his status is up in the air. Uh-oh. That's not good. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I asked USF if it was uh, eligibility-related. Did not get a yes on that. He's grad transfer, right? 
No, Duke. No, he was a. He's. I think he's gonna be a junior. Oh, so he's not a grad transfer. No. Oh, well, he's from Duke. Yeah. So he sat out last year. Football, not baseball. Or basketball. Uh, oh, so he's having. So he's having problems here because he got in oh. and he's been here. That's right. So well, there, so, something's going on. More stuff know. to do in Tampa than there is in wherever the hell Duke is. Man, oh shit, right? <laughs> what is it? Where is Chapel Durham. 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 Oh yeah, uh, I'd say so. Actually, Durham's not bad. Like downtown Durham's actually pretty cool. Tampa. It's not Tampa. <laughs> of course, it's not Tampa. Uh, yeah. So but downtown he, Durham, not bad. We'll find out on Monday because that's when spring practice starts, and mm-hmm. we'll get our first look kind of at the football team at the tail end of the practice. Okay. Because the practices aren't open. Oh, that's right. But one is. Wait, we are allowed to go to the spring game? <laughs> we're allowed to <laughs> so you're allowed to go to the spring game. <laughs> no, 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 we're not allowed to go to the general gonna, public. <laughs> <or what? laughs> um, but the big news of the day, your boy broke some news. Woo! Look at that. Done. Yeah. I broke news. I'm so proud. I'm so decent. <laughs> my, in my boy's job. grown up. <laughs> um, I turned over the blind to a real reporter. The Bulls yeah, have hired. Do I don't know. I don't know. I got. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the Bulls have hired South Carolina State defensive coordinator Tommy Restivo. Okay. Restivo. Restivo. Uh, Restivo. This isn't as, Stevo screwing around saying. No. Okay. Um, he is. He as the tenth full time on field. Assistant coach. Yes. For so that completes. He was at Florida and Louisville with uh, Charlie, right? Yep. He won national championship that 2008 season so, with Florida. A real national championship. So. Yes. So one of the guys that was smart enough not to go to Texas. Yeah, but yeah, I guess so. Uh, at South Carolina State, he did have some success. He was the D.C. there in 2014-2015. And then he went to McNeese State in 2016. Didn't have too much So success. he knows how to win in Ray J. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was at McNeese State in 2016. Um, I guess one of their best uh, defensive backs was out, and they kind of got torched through the air uh, his one year there. But last year he came. He went back to South Carolina State, had had a good year in the MEAC. Uh, defense had 12 interceptions, 39 pass breakups, and held opponents to under 20 points a game. I like it. So... I'll allow it. Good. Um, yeah, he was with uh, Charlie as a defensive quality control coach uh, from 2010 to 2013. He took over as a defensive backs coach in 2012. He was uh, he was a GA at Marshall in 2007. I think it would be a good hire. Uh, he'll have he'll he will strictly be the safeties coach, uh, and he'll dabble with special teams and Justin Burke in that shit show. And speaking of shit shows, let's, <laughs> let's go to our uh, spring previews. I've started writing them up. Uh, the first one went up uh, Monday, and it was special teams. So not only do they have to replace Large Adult Punter and Anilio Nadelman, they have to replace Zach Dietz as well. Did not have the information uh, confirmed on Monday, so it's not in the story. Sorry about that, but I try to be professional with my job and not willy-nilly like some people. Aye. <laughs> um, so, the guy tabbed to take over for Anilio Nadelman, mm-hmm. who went 21-25 for 84% from field goal last year, had 52-56 point after attempts, is St. Thomas Aquinas graduate, Marco Polo Cellini. Now, I'm not saying Polo because of his Marco. That's what Charlie Strong said in his post-signing day press conference. Really? Yeah. He said he called him Marco Polo. That's funny. 
So. Charlie's been playing. Actually, Charlie's kids are older now. I don't think he was playing Marco Polo in the cool with his, in the pool with his daughters. Like, did just Marco Polo just that a nickname? Like, I feel like Charlie Strong would sink to the bottom of the pool if he ever got into it. Yeah, he is. A, he is a deal. little. Rough. Yeah, but you know what though? Pure mass. But like, you ever, like those swimmers, they're they're pretty jacked, dude. Like he can. Yeah, but they're not Charlie Strong direct. Fair. So yeah, so Salini, he was he was here all. So last every time year. this guy kicks. We're going to say, Marco, hold on, And then when he misses, it's uh, fishy out of water. Oh, <laughs> no. Fishy out of scully. Four years of this, kids. We got four years of this coming. Okay, oh, wait. Um, he was rated as the seventh best kicker prospect, according to Max Preps, coming out of high school. He was named Class 7A All-State third team, as well as first team. Whoa. Hold on. One of these things is not like the other. Okay. So you're the seventh best prospect in the country at kicker. No. In the state of Florida. Oh, seventh best in the state of Florida. All right. And then you're the third best in your own class in Florida. That didn't make a lot of sense. Seventh best kicker in Florida. Can we do better than the seventh best kicker in Florida? We have, like, three soccer teams. Yeah. Probably, Probably not. I mean, but and I mentioned in the piece. I mean, we have had one hell of a lucky streak with kickers. Though, we really the past have. Decade. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, going from Marvin Claus to make. Shouldn't the Dramatica's kids be eighteen by now? Oh, they're probably going God. to Kansas State or something. Something stupid. Yeah. Martin's stupid. <laughs> no, he's not. He builds houses for veterans. How dare you? Yeah, bad poker player though. He's he's also a boxer, but that's. Neither here nor there. It, it, really? Yeah. Uh, is Salini a scholarship guy? Or is he a walker? He's a, ki- he's a kicker. I don't oh. know. <laughs> hmm. Well, I didn't think you'd put punters on scholarship, but here we are. Lap, yeah, Lap was, <laughs> Lap was a uh, he was on scholarship uh, this year, so we'll see. You generally have one scholarship for a kicker, one for a punter. Four, four quarterbacks on scholarship. And then excellent. the long snapper... Tent sometimes is a yes, and some usually it's like walk on for two years, and if we keep you around year three and four, we'll give you a scholarship. Yeah, yeah. You know we have I mean? a nice viral radio where we give you a scholarship, <laughs> right? So, yeah. but a uh, Trent Schneider who is as old as I am, <laughs> yeah, he's 20. That Juco, the Aussie, oh, uh, the Chris Winky of kicking, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he was the best Juco punter according to 247. He's gonna play two years and actually retire, <laughs> yeah. So, Schneider, uh, he Charlie Strong found him because the the coach at Santa Barbara City College knew Charlie from uh, Charlie's last punter at Texas, okay. also an Aussie. There's the connection. Charlie is decent with uh, Aussie punters. Uh, Michael Dixon won the Ray Guy Award last year. Nice. So there's, so what, there's that. Do they just, like, kick koalas for fun and distance down there? I don't Aussie know. rules football. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're, we, literally the game is all kicking. Huh. That's what the sport is. So... The other thing with the like, uh, so UConn for their senior night for women's basketball, they played the Canadian national anthem for Kia Nurse, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Okay, like I would love to see a first of all, if women's basketball did that, is January we said we wouldn't have been able to play until the second half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to see us do that for football for every foreign kid that we have, like on senior day. Yeah, you know, like I would because I think would love to see American football get more kids like that get in the door, even and not just as kickers either. Like if you're a rugby player, you probably fit as an American football player. Too. And the eight thousand fans in the stands would appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, not the one. Like, what is it, Hartford? I come see them. And you're alienating half of our fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe don't do it on salute to service game. Yeah. There's still no senior day on a Thursday. Right. Yeah, it's fine. They'll bitch from their houses. Their <laughs> <laughs> trailer. Uh, yep. So there's that. Uh, check out the special teams preview on the dailystampede.com. Uh, moving on. Yay. Tight ends. 
Yeah. This is so, oh, man. This pissed me off right now. I'll tell you what, guys. <laughs> tell oh, us. I was fucking pissed. Okay. No! <laughs> yeah. All right. So, tight end. Key losses. Kano Dillon. Oh, real big. Is, is he is he enrolled in Florida State yet? Or are we still, no. He's, he's, he's still not done anything. I think USF's uh, dragging their feet on the transfer. Good. <laughs> well, he probably still has to, no, no, we want. I, I th- he still has to finish out the spring. So no, it's probably on anywhere but Florida State. Yeah, State. he does have to care. graduate and whatnot. You know what? I'm okay with it. I'm totally fine with it. It's if it's in a kid's best interest. And by the way, no, if go- I was him, 230 some yards in the school receiving tight end record in his first game, and then. Uh, 11, catch, 11 catches for 119 yards on 21 targets in 2017. Yeah, no. To be fair, his uh, year one got derailed a bit when uh, Nate Andrews from Florida State just destroyed him on that final play. Was, yeah, Hardest hit I've ever was, seen. That was that, that looked, it, it, he oh, looked God. like he was hurting the rest of the year. And who knows? But yeah, that was So a, let's go hang out with those guys. I don't blame him. No, I, I, I don't either. Got, but no, if you, if no. he goes to Florida State, smart move, kid. Go to Tallahassee, have some fun. Go to Madison Social, have some pancakes. Yeah. Chicken biscuits. But Get sh- ranch thrown at you at the McDonald's on Tennessee. It's whatever. It'll be Szechuan sauce That's by the time. That's a funny, oh man, I'll tell you that. That was That's a ranch. funny story. That was really random right it's there. It's a real funny story. Okay. Um, so, Mitchell Wilcox is the only returning tight end that saw significant playing time last season. Correct. Uh, which is uh, not great, but since Sterling Gilbert doesn't use tight ends, who cares? Well, <laughs> well, Sean Price can come back, right? Chris no. Uh Mike mm-hmm. McFarland? Mike McFarland? <laughs> no, he was good. Uh, Derek Carter, I think he was the one that caught the uh, Amar Jackson reverse touchdown, the, the touchdown pass. Was it? In the Louisville think, game? Yeah, I think so. Louisville. So, like, we, yeah, having nobody behind Mitch sucks. Now, we think Mitch is good. Like he's a good player. Yeah. I uh, and and to the idiot who said that we didn't target him enough last year, because by the way we didn't target him enough, and some idiot on Twitter said, "Well, we targeted him in the last play of the year, didn't we?" You know what? Eat a uh, dick. Suck it. Fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Pay attention. That I mean, just stop. Kid drop. Kid got hit. Drop the yeah. ball. It's gonna happen. I want to see your ass trying to keep that ball. I mean, you know. So God, and we're so we've got one. I feel comfortable with Mitch, but I'd like to behind him. Behind <laughs> him, I'm worried. Uh, it's uh, retro freshman Frederick Lloyd Jr. He was part of the 2017 recruiting class. He was the guy that um, was squatting the other guy in the famous Brooks Larkin splits. Oh, okay, video. you know I feel a little better. Yep. <laughs> and I'm sure um, he was thinking like, oh, I'm going to be the star of this photo. But no. no anyway. No. 300-pound no. yeah. lineman doing the, he can, he can squat a, squat a dude. Yeah. So he's, we do have some solid viral pictures. We do. We just need to put that we on a shirt. If we got a singlet guy in that it. picture, it would have been the most USF thing ever. Or can we put a GIF on a T-shirt? Because I just want the <laughs> McCann's windmill to be. Can. The first great college baseball team ran out. Dance off. Oh yeah, was USF UConn mm-hmm. at Clearwater, and I th- I think that's well over several million views on YouTube. Easily, yeah, it's big. That's got to be the number one, yeah. right? But I'm a singlet guy. I'm a singlet guy too. Oh, what was it West Virginia, 2007? I don't think it was in a couple of games, but I know the one where the picture, the pulling up. Yeah, yeah I think that was West yeah, Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, Fred Lloyd had Junior. 33. Catches for 608 yards and five touchdowns as a senior. Second team all state selection. Um, what level? Uh, 15. Yeah, well, Tiffin, Georgia. Tiffin County, for, uh, okay. uh, oh. Tiffin County, Georgia right. High School, Not whatever. Three star prospect. Um, his cousin. Your cousin? Chris Carter Jr. 
is the only other tight end in the 2018 recruiting class that's coming in. He'll be here in the fall. Okay. As in Chris Carter, Chris Carter? Or no, no, unfortunately uh, not. I, okay. I know. <laughs> hey, oh. I, uh, Chris Carter's son's probably late 20s. Chris uh, Carter's old. Don't we have like a 30 year old punter? Yeah, yeah, but he, he just went to college <laughs> before. Well, yeah. I, you know, I'm not here to judge. Man. So <laughs> here's what really pissed me off. Um, Mitchell Wilcox, average yards per target in 2017, 5.5. Mm. That was down over eight yards from 2016. Eight. Just the average yards per target. His yards per catch were down nearly 14 yards from 23.2 yards per catch in 16 to 9.3 in 2017. So we all, I, we will all stipulate that the guy who got screwed over in the new offense the most was Darnus Johnson, correct? Yes. So that's that's the gold medal. Does Wilcox get the silver? Oh, 100%. There's not, it's not close. Kano? No. Okay. I mean, Mitch took over. He was the starter. Kano yeah. came in, changed the pace, but... Uh, well, they were putting Mitch in the backfield as a fullback H-back. <laughs> yeah. Like right. Specifically so putting Pack. They didn't do that with Kano. They're going to do it again next year, too. Hey Mitch, yeah. you're gonna line you up, like, man. And you know, by the way, of the two, I would have thought Mitch would have transferred. I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, same. I wouldn't have guessed Kano stayed uh-huh. or left. Excuse yeah, me. same. So, oh man, we'll see. Uh, it's just depressing. By the way, he's still gonna get through spring practice. Like, you know, the roster attrition is not necessarily locked in stone at this point. Yeah, and like all the walk-on tight ends that we had, oh, I'm not gonna mention anyone. We're not gonna mention any tight end from last year. That may have walked on and maybe follows you and then unfollows you and then follows you again and then unfollows you and then unfollows you, <laughs> you again. I should be All talking about social media and not like down the street. <laughs> well, it's pretty close. He's a he's a very nice. We wish him a lot of success. I think he graduated. I think he said he was moving to New York. I think I'm I saw. sure he's gonna be a so sports he, model. So and he'll and fashion week. We think, should. Not everyone knows this. We're talking about Ryan Heinze. Who I, did he ever catch a pass? Did he ever get? Good God! Oh, he did get on the field though, right? I'm sure he did. Well, he, did he, traveled, yeah. he traveled to San Jose State. That was shocking. That's right. I remember that because we were like, whoa, look at that. But I I don't think he caught a pass. But who was the kid that we had here? Oh, Alex Mutt, who finally did catch pass on lost yardage. <laughs> but then he then he got, got it back. back. He, he got, got it back. back. But he finished first, positive. It was funny. It was funny. His first no. catch was for minus two yards. Sixth year minus two. He finally catches the ball and he loses two yards. So, yeah, so there's no other walk-on tight ends. They all happened to be seniors last year. So... It'll be interesting to see behind position what, conversion. Who is is is, is that? Re, is he related? That's his brother. That's his brother. He's a freshman. Yay! There we go. I wonder if he's as uh, Derek Heinze ripped. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, who knows? Ryan is pretty ripped, dude. Uh, we'll find out what goes on. The only other person that they used was uh, converted defensive lineman Nicholas Manera, who's more famous for botching field goal protection than mm-hmm. anything else. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I look back at what Texas did under Gilbert and then what Tulsa did in 2015. And in Tex- at Texas, tight ends had just six targets in 2016. That's uh, 1.6% of the Longhorns' total targets. Uh, tight ends, Tight ends at Tulsa had seven targets, good for 1.5% of their total targets. Uh, shout out to Bill C. for these stats. Um, check out his uh, stat pages at, uh, was it, Football Study Hall? You can check those out and look. Um, yeah. It wow. just uh, doesn't work. And then just to get super depressing, let's let's move to the running backs. No. All right. So, 2018, running backs. Mm-hmm. Who, gets, who gets the first halfback dive of the season? Jordan Cronkright. Jordan Cronkright. Not even close. 
He was brought in because Charlie Strong knew there was going to be a huge hole to fill after Dearness and Darius left, and he's the guy to fill it because, holy hell, he's big, fast, strong, physical, everything you want in a running back. He can catch passes, but Sterling won't use it, use him like that. But he is big as hell. He falls forward, mm-hmm. which is what you want in an RB1. Okay. And Trayvon Sands with number RB2? No. Duran Bell. That's yeah, my pick. Duran Bell. And then that's my pick, guys. Yeah. Uh, in my story, to, uh, I think it came out today, Duran Bell, um, he will provide speed that USF did not have last year. Um, he's small. He's slight in frame. That's okay. 5'10", 170. That's why he's not going to be a starter or anything. But you will see him plenty. Cool. Special teams, running back. Maybe they'll use him out in the flats. Who Kick knows? Return? Yes. Uh, he returned punts. Let's. It's just he so much talent. Um, he's from Hillsborough High School, Tampa product. Bay made, Bay stayed, Bay played. Crickets. <laughs> um, he finished second in the four hundred meter, third in the two hundred, and seventh in the one hundred in the class three A state meet his senior year. He uh, he lost to uh, Chauncey Smart, former Bull, okay. out Miami at the in the one hundred that year. Um, this is from Sean King last season uh, during fall camp. He's a track guy, so he's got that extra burst, that extra gear. And we're going to have some things for him running back, you know, Sean King said. We've got him back there trying to be involved on special teams because I think that's the key ingredient. He's going to be something uh, to watch out for. Um, behind him, it's probably Trevon Sands, but... He, he returns. He's the only guy with more than 20 carries coming back from last season. He had 26. But in the last seven games, he had four carries total. Wow. And three of them came in one game. Okay. Clearly, the staff lost faith in him, faith in him as a runner at some point during the year. He yeah, they did. He banged up a couple. Uh, he missed a couple games. Started a game. That's so, yeah, he did. So, um, and then nothing. Crickets. So, um, yeah. And, oh, and the other carry went for minus two yards. Yeah. So he had four carries in the last seven games. One of them went for minus two yards. He's great on special teams, and that's what your third, fourth, fifth running backs are going to have to do to get on the field. You have to be good on special teams. Charlie Strong called him his missile on special teams. I, I just don't see it. I just don't see him being the second guy. And then a guy I really don't see contributing at all is Elijah Mack, the super forgotten guy. Yeah. Uh, he came in with Sands in uh, 2016. Mm-hmm. And when Darius Tice went out, they were Sands, high on him too. Sands was picked over him to be that third back. So Mack redshirted. He only played six games in 2017, mostly on special teams. Three carries, 10 yards, and 17. I, I think he is a spring transfer candidate. Okay. I just, the numbers just don't add up. We've got early enrollee Brian Norris from Chiefland, Florida, also here, and he seems to be a guy that Sterling Gilbert's very high on. He's 6'2", 220 pounds. I was just going to say, but he's a huge kid. Huge. Yeah. And in the veer and shoot, that's kind of what you want. Power, right. power runs, power runs, power runs. You, you want to run through people instead of around them, which is dumb because we're in Florida where everybody's fast. So we should be running around people instead of through them, but we're going to do it anyway. And it's, it, it, it's that system, which is why Darius Tice was so much more successful as a runner. 1.5% use of tight ends. <laughs> so we'll see. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just so freaking frustrating. You get handed a you get handed the Ferrari and you can't drive the stick. Like it's just no no no. Give me the four Taurus. It's an automatic. 
Just yeah. dying of grease fire. I, I, I hate it when coaches. Uh, how many times can we say it? All right, I'm done. Sorry. Yeah. Let's so, continue to sports. What's next? Just spring preview. It starts Monday, guys. Yeah, it's, let's it's, football. It's, we'll get wide football. I'm excited to get wide two in some press conferences. I'm excited to see quotes about how everybody. This guy's really improved, and this guy's put on this much weight, and this guy's lost this much body fat, and this guy blah 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 blah. Who isn't fired up for? Everyone's really good now, and then we're gonna go out there in the spring game, and the offense is gonna look like crap, and the defense is gonna win because that's what happens in all spring games, and not just ours, not just because our offense is clogged, but that's just tends to be how spring games work and so it's going to be like six to three and we're going to like oh our offense is terrible but when we put all the ones and twos on the same team it's all going to be great and sunshine and roses i've been through a few of these before yeah yeah 15 spring practices it's 14 chances to lie to you and the 15th is just hey everybody gets to see it and then they get to tell you how great it was so you're so positive. I'm just. I'm sick of. I, I mean, like. I love it. I don't have a lot You're of. Such... I don't have a lot of hope. I don't. I don't think you can run veer and shoot and win. I don't. I think you got to spread them out. I think you got to use athletes in space to win at USF. So. You don't have any historical proof to back that up. I know because we've never won, but we got real close when we're trying to run through, run around people instead of run through them. We tried to run through them. That was Willie Taggart's first two years in however many games. And that, that didn't, didn't work go out. well. No, that did not go well. Skip Holtz trying to run through people. No idea you're talking about. Levitt tried to run through a few people too, but like at least he, you know, he kind of went hands first. Yeah, and at least he tried to put him <laughs> on the edge. I'm trying to plow it at the middle. Oh my god! All right, so baseball. 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 Uh, They're up nine nothing. Last I saw, twelve one. Twelve one. Oh, they let him score one. Yeah. Fire everyone. Yeah. So it's Tuesday baseball. It doesn't count anyway. It's Wednesday. Wednesday baseball doesn't count either. <laughs> Jesus. There are only three days that baseball counts. We all no, know no, this. No, no, no. This is important. They lost to Bethune Cookman to be kicked out of the uh, Gainesville Regional last year. I think yeah. There's some revenge uh, game. Exactly. Revenge factor, guys. Yeah, that was that was one of the more depressing USF baseball games I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, that was. Did That's anybody some bullshit right there? <laughs> I mean, after that UF UF game, did anyone think like, yeah, we'll oh, beat we'll BCC? Yeah, and hell we'll, no. I was like, no, nah, it's it. It's, it's one o'clock it's in the morning right now. Let's did forget it. No, we knew um, we were going home. And it's basically the ECU game in the conference tournament. We who they play uh, UCF the next night? No, it was uh, oh, oh who did we play? The I don't next know what it was, but it, it wasn't was, UCF. We got destroyed. I mean. Yeah, you, that's what happens when you when you don't get a called strike in the ninth. They throw like five over the plate. Yeah, <laughs> it got he was at one that strike zone was horseshit in the ninth inning. That was really bad. Yep. I was sitting behind the plate that night. So baseball, McClanahan's really good. I really like the second baseman. Um, and Wesley. Every, yeah, and everybody else, I'm like, man, yeah. John, well, we'll see when. It's just Chris Chatfield. He'll do it in non-con. So can he do it in conference? I think he can do it in conference play this year. <sighs> I don't know. We'll see. Can he hit curveball? That's afraid. I don't know. But I, I don't see anybody out there that's like. A, there's no Kevin Merrill out there. There's no guy that with like elite talent. There's no. There's one pitcher with super elite talent, but there's not a lot of help there. And I don't. I mean, what's this look like? A twenty-eight to thirty-four win team? Oh, 34 might be high. Thirty-four might be really, really high. Pretty easy schedule. Snag a couple. Play well a couple. Uh, no. The conference is. Conference is ECU good. looks legit. They took. I think they swept UNC or they took did. two of three events. I mean, 
ECU might might have righted the ship after a disaster uh, 2016, 2017. Oh, by the way, we got Wichita now. They were really good, too. Yeah, they had, I think they had two preseason All-Americans. Uh, I think they're uh, hot corner first baseman matched over 20 home runs combined. So yeah. there's... Or something. They might need just a. They just Billy Mole might need a couple more horses. Yeah. You know, just like let him get a couple recruiting cycles in. He's a great coach. Players love him. You know, he's going to be. I think he's the right guy for USF long term. But having the transition from Kingston, where who who was really building something, but when you get offered that when you get offered South Carolina money, you take South Carolina money and you thank Mark for what he did to turn this program around and get it back to the NCAA tournament yeah, I think, twice. I think he was making 140 last year and I think he 600, right? Yeah, it's somewhere it's like, like 600 it's, grand. Like yeah, we weren't touching that. No. When we saw how much he was making, yeah, we were not we were definitely not touching that. I mean, he would have gotten a raise here. But he ain't getting that kind of raise here. Maybe fifty thousand, maybe a hundred. Maybe I think it would have sprung for a hundred, but they weren't springing for four hundred. So, and Marco really liked it here, and he did a great job getting this program back on track from where it was, from the depths. So, congratulations to him. But it would have been it would have been nice to see him play UNC, uh, face UNC, alma mater, all that. But eh, what are you gonna what do? What can you do? All right. Yeah, so I guess the next story, the story next week is my team that I'm going to cover. Yeah. So look at that. Look at that. Colin back in the blog life. Hashtag blog L-Y-F-E. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to put me back in the rotation. I don't know if I'm going to write up there or just podcast. I haven't figured it out yet. You're going you're gonna to write gamers. I am? Yeah. The hell I am. They're really? Gonna, <laughs> your credentials? Have you ever heard I'm doing that? a podcast. I'm credentialed for the podcast, and I'm credentialed by – oh, no, no, no. I am not credentialed by the website. This, this is on purpose, too. This is when the uh, phrase – Write drunk, edit sober comes into play. No, 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 no. I write sober, and then I go get drunk, and then I let one of these clowns edit it. That's <laughs> that's how we're gonna do it. Then like, you are severely doing this backwards. I can't drink during the game on press row. I have credential. I can't drink while I'm on a credential. That's not cool. Don't be on a credential. Which is buy a ticket. Yeah, I'm staying in the hotel. That's the best part about this event. You're sitting in your hotel room, or you're at a craps table, or you're playing blackjack, or you're at the buffet. And you go, all right, let's go watch some basketball. You're all in. Walk into the casino. It's fantastic. Like it, the arena is fantastic. Oh, and they sent this. I'm going to show you guys this. You're going to freak out. This is how you run a conference tournament. This that I'm showing you is a PDF. Of all of the media dining for the four days of the American Athletic Conference Women's Basketball Tournament, they tell you what you're going to eat at all times for four days on a PDF. That, my friends. Shout out to Chuck. I think this was Megan, actually. Oh, shout Um, out to Megan. Shout out to Megan. But, like, look at that. They put all of the media catering on a PDF document for you to read so you can prepare to eat or not eat based around that. How good is that? That's awesome. This is the best. I'm telling you, this is the best event the conference does. This and the baseball tournament over in Clearwater, which is another great one. Yeah. It's those, really those good. Those cheesesteaks from Delco is always at the oh, spot. Cheesesteak day at the baseball tournament is the best. Yeah, this mm-hmm. tournament, they ain't playing around. So I'm excited. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of gambling. It's a lot of – and the, the USF people that go are like some of the best USF people in terms of donors, fans, friends of the program. They're yeah, like I saw, really, I saw really good Mike dudes. Griffin in his, his daddy at the game. So, yeah, they got a freebie. They won the contest from the Alumni Association, and that's all That's convenient as hell. <laughs> I know, right? Ragged. <laughs> Ward Griffin happens to win the uh, the contest to go to uh, 
to the game. So I watched the, they got to sit and then they sat with uh, Kamel Thompson. So Kamel gets to go with them over from the Alumni Association. He's another great guy. But uh, they went up and I was like, oh, aren't you jealous? I'm at the game. I'm like, I'm going all of them next week. So you guys get to suck it. <sighs> anyway, that's it. We're done. We done. Oh, it's questions. We got questions. Um, yeah, already, <coughs> did, already went over them. We did? Yeah. What? If, wait, did we ever cover the baseball season? The upcoming baseball season? I don't think we've covered that at all, at length. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, lo- I'm a, at a loss of 2,000 words. Yeah. Lost 2,000 <laughs> words. All right. We're done. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Oh, this is the Illuminati podcast, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sponsored by Fuzzy's Tacos. <laughs> Taco shop. When they give us the damn gift certificates, it's sponsored by Fuzzy's Tacos. Until then, <laughs> TBD. TBD. TBD but- sponsors. We're actually got a couple of, well, we'll see. We'll see if it happens. Are any of them fuzzies? One of them is, actually. Hang on. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls.